Have you ever wanted to make a podcast? Have you ever had ideas in your head and you just need to get them out now? A podcast is a great way to do that. And the best platform I have found is Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First, it's free. I mean, that's like that's like top of the line, right? You, if you're going to make a podcast and you don't have any money to invest in anything to get your voice heard right now, free is the best, is the only way to do it. So there's that. Then there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. So no need to worry about fancy gadgets or uh, making sure that you're even sitting down at a computer when you want to get your thought out and publish your podcast. Or if you are with another friend and you want to, you know, um, interview someone or um, share a thought while you're on the road, doing it right from your phone is really an advantage. I can't tell you how um, how easy it has made my life um, when trying to publish a podcast. So I am so thankful to have um, Anchor as our sponsor for our show today. And if you are ready to make your podcast and let your voice be heard, go to anchor.fm and sign up today for your free account. Hi, welcome to the Healthy Habits Podcast. I'm your coach, Amy Carter. Everything in your life your family, your work, and your happiness is influenced by your health. When you're not healthy, your life feels off or imbalanced. You may be more tired, so you make poor food choices. What happens next? You feel sick. You may not even feel beautiful or feel insecure because you've just given in to your weaknesses. What happens after that? Your productivity goes down at work, at home. Your self-trust decreases because you've just given in to that temptation. So what happens next? You start to feel dissatisfied at work with yourself, your coworkers, your family. You're impatient and you snap at your spouse or a child. And what happens? You feel unloved and truly unhappy. Healthy Habits Podcast. Here we focus on the habits that create the foundations for exceptional balance in your life to experience complete health. What happens when you're healthy? Well, you're happy. What happens when you're happy? You treat your family, your coworkers, your spouse, everyone with more patience, more love. You feel loved. What happens when you feel love? Well, you're more patient with those around you. You help them to achieve their goals, their dreams. What happens after that? You feel more fulfilled. You begin to see that the greater picture of your life is complete because of those around you. You begin to feel more satisfied with your work, your accomplishments, your efforts, your productivity increases, you feel energetic, you feel powerful, you feel the momentum that drives you every day. That's what you'll find on the Healthy Habits Podcast. Hi guys, Amy Carter here. So happy that you can join me. If you are joining me on the podcast, this is my first podcast. If you are watching me via video, this is not my first video. But this will be the first time I believe that I share my full story with you. And so I um, hope you will allow me to be vulnerable. And um, hopefully that you will learn something from my experience so you don't, uh, you don't have to experience it the same way. And so that you can understand why I do what I do and why I believe what I believe. 
So um, my uh, my um, my backstory is that my freshman year of college was awesome. Okay, I went to a small school. Um, I loved it. Like. 3,500 students there, which tells you how old I am because I believe there's a lot more students there now. Um, and I loved it. I went to Snow College, um, really small and really easy to get involved and really, really easy to um, get into bad habits. So uh, my freshman year of college consisted of lots of late nights, um, Lots of staying up late with my roommates eating cake and ice cream, and those were things that I loved. And then lots of stress of kind of learning how to navigate life on my own, right? Um, so I gained, at the by the end of my freshman year, I realized that I had gained almost 40 pounds um, just in that one year of college. And I thought, oh my gosh, how did this happen? Like, uh, what was I doing? And I, I, you know, I guess I wasn't really paying attention. So... I knew I wanted to lose weight. I wanted to feel good about myself. Um, my confidence wasn't that high anyway. Um, and this just kind of sunk me down into the depths of um, not being very happy with who I was, where I was, and what I was capable of doing because I was associating what had happened, you know, this gaining weight with my value. And it's just not true. But I didn't know that at the time. so. Um, I knew I wanted to lose weight. I just, I didn't know how. Um, I did the best thing that I knew how to do or, or the thing that I thought would get me to where I wanted to be, right? To lose that weight was to exercise. So I signed up for an aerobics class. I can tell you what, I hated that class. I have taught aerobics classes before. This class was awful um, and it had nothing to do with the instructor. It simply had to do um, with the fact that it just wasn't. It just wasn't up my alley, right? It just. Um, it was hard for me to see um, progress. It was a hard class for me, and I felt like I had jumped into doing a triathlon when I didn't know how to swim. So um, it was something that I had to learn how to do, but but I wasn't willing to do it at that time, so I stopped. And instead, I moved on to cutting out all fat out of my diet because fat makes you fat, right? Or at least that's what we were told. So I cut out all fat. Um, and I can't believe that I gained weight. I gained two or three pounds that then in the coming months. And um, I, I'm sure it was more than that. That's what I can remember anyway. And I was really, really discouraged. I couldn't figure out what had got me there um, I, I knew that I hadn't been eating healthy, but I was a poor college student and I didn't know what more to do. And I, and I tried exercise class, but that wasn't sustainable because I didn't enjoy it and I didn't find something that was showing, that was helping me find progress, right, in my journey to lose weight and neither was cutting out fat. So here I was kind of stuck trying to figure out um, what would help me lose that weight. And then I had this epiphany where I realized what got me there, doing the same things that got me there wasn't going to get me to where I wanted to be. So I changed my eating habits and I changed kind of my daily habits. Um, and that's actually when I started doing better in school. Sounds really funny, but I learned 
that I needed to go to bed. Um, I could cram every once in a while for a test, but if I stayed up late, I knew that I needed to go. I knew I needed to take a nap later on. Um, and so I got into this habit of a regular uh, bedtime and I started eating fresher food, um, food that was closer to its natural form. Um, and I noticed that I had more energy after I did that. Um, I realized that I was cutting out all of the wrong things, right? I had cut out all of the fresh produce and um, enter in my freshman year all of the processed food that I was eating because I felt like I could only afford packaged food. And so I switched and started eating fresh vegetables, fresh fruit, um, fresh meats. And I realized that <clears throat> um, all or nothing wasn't sustainable for me. So um, I still had these intense sugar cravings, so I would allow myself some cake and things, and I would go out for ice cream late at night with roommates and stuff, but um, all in all, I felt like things were getting better. So then um, with this newfound knowledge, um, it was sustainable as I served as a missionary for my church. Um, I served in a different country. I served in Berlin, Germany, which I loved. And I loved, I absolutely loved getting to know a different culture and integrating that culture into my life. And their food was um, delicious. And what I had thought was not healthy, but I, I was eating better. I was eating more. I was walking more. And I was with a supportive companion all the time as a missionary. Um, you're with your companion 24-7. So um, I had some challenges, and my companions had challenges as well, but we worked through them, and I felt like we were stronger together. So um, I um, realized that this plan of getting up early, going to bed early, um, eating less processed foods, and enjoying what was around me really helped me to feel more confident and to actually lose that weight. By the time I came home as a missionary, I was a size six. And I could not believe my luck. I just, I was so happy with where I had come from and where I finally was um, in, this, in this journey. And I felt like my plan was working. And um, so I was super happy about that. Well. Um, fast forward a year and by the time I get married I'm a size 10 so clearly there was this gap this something that I was missing in between um, I couldn't figure out and so I got married I continued this plan um, that was kind of happenstance I didn't know what was making me fluctuate from child to child or year to year right but after my first child, I lost I lost a lot of weight. I was really happy about that. I did yoga. I started teaching fitness. I started to um, realize there was more that I could do. Um, but I still had I still had some addictions um, that I was working through, and I thought that's just kind of how things were going to be. Um, so four children later, not only did I have age to battle with. But when it, um, I was so tired all the time, I just, you know, you, you're sleep deprived, you know how that goes. 
um, and you feel like this is kind of your lot, like you're going to tread water forever and ever and ever. And depending on whether or not someone hands you another child, um, according to Jim Gaffigan, or um, you add another stressor to your life, you don't know if you're going to sink or swim. And I didn't want to feel that way anymore. So I started a business. <laughs> As if I felt like I didn't have enough time, I added something else to my life. And I did it because I felt like maybe focusing on something else other than myself was the way to go. Um, so I felt like I could do more and teach my kids other things um, because I was a little bit overwhelmed with being just a mom. I felt like so many things, uh, that I could do so many more things and do them with my family at the same time. And I didn't know exactly how to do them. And so I just started what I thought would work. And I guess that's where a lot of our experience comes from, right? It's trial and error. So that's where I started. And, um, then I felt really stretched thin afterwards and um, I started that business in Oregon and then when we moved to Utah, um, I kind of had to stop and think about what was most important. So I decided that me time was important. I stopped that business and then um, I decided to change my plan and see if that would work. So. I started the keto diet um, and I started training for a half marathon um, because I love to run and I love triathlons. So I figured if I tried, if I trained for a half marathon, then I can train for a half Ironman because more is better, right? And this, this all or nothing um, really kind of sealed my point of no return. This is where I felt like I was in for the long haul. Um, I was determined to, I was determined to lose that baby weight after four children, once and for all. I was determined to not feel tired all the time, and I was determined to be able to accomplish, you know, starting a new business and um, helping my husband start a new job and um, helping him. He, uh, my husband works in healthcare, but he also wrote a book, so he he had this side hobby that he wanted to turn into a business, all of these different things. And um, I realized that there were all these different pieces that came when I, when I wasn't putting them all together, working together instead of against them, it came at a high price. So um, I have my notes in front of me to make sure that I don't forget anything to tell you. Um, so when I was 38, I was out for a run one day and uh, I was right at the tail end of my run when all of a sudden I felt like I hit a wall. As a runner, if you're a runner, you know how that feels. And if you're not, um, then sometimes when you run, when you go for a run, you'll hit a wall and you'll feel really tired and um, like you want to stop. And if you can make it past that wall, then you get this surge of energy and you feel like you, go, you could go forever. So I felt like I had hit that wall and I just needed to keep going. Um, but my, I noticed on my heart rate monitor that my heart rate was really high and I couldn't breathe very well. And I thought maybe it was just the air quality. Turns out, well, when I came home, I tried to recover. Um, I took it easy and my heart rate would not go down. Um, it went down a little bit 
but it was beating really fast when I went to bed. I was tossing and turning. When I would climb the stairs, um, I my muscles would burn like I had just exercised and I had just got up the stairs. So it was it was really frustrating to not know what in the world was going on with my body um, and to be experiencing this when I thought that the reason why was just because I had gone on a run. So um, I went to the doctors after a week of dealing with this and I decided that I needed to take care of myself. And I went to the doctor and they discovered what's called a sudden onset typical atrial flutter. And um, the cardi my cardiologist told me, now wait a minute, back up for just a minute. So when he told me that I had this typical atrial flutter, uh, I remember hearing about this from a friend who I go to church with and her husband had the same problem. Now he's like three times the size and twice the age that I was. And um, I, I couldn't understand why I who felt so healthy was suffering from the same problem that someone with a lot more health risks and um, uh, you know older, bigger than me was suffering from. Why me? Um, and so when I went to meet with the cardiologist, he told me that typically um, endurance athletes who um, don't give themselves proper recovery or do too much of one thing um, find themselves, find their bodies in this um, miscommunication between their body, um, the internal organs, right? Trying to sustain an amount of energy that I have been asking it to sustain for such a long period of time. So I learned then that I was missing a few key things. I was missing proper recovery. I was missing proper nutrition because I had severely limited my diet um, and I was doing the incorrect exercises, the wrong things at the wrong time. I learned that there's right stress at the right time and that leisure is necessary, the recovery is necessary um, to sustain that not only mentally but physically, physiologically as well. So. The end result of that is that I finally, uh, well, I um, so I had to have heart surgery to correct the problem, and I'm happy to say that after almost a year of having gone through that, a year now that I am fully recovered, and I've returned to exercise, I've returned to training, taking care of my family, and starting a new business and feeling like I can enjoy all aspects and elements of my life without feeling that overwhelmed or being stretched thin um, that I had felt so long ago. I have also lost the weight that I wanted to lose. I feel strong, I feel confident in my body. I feel balanced. See, I kind of lost, I kind of lost the battle. I had to have surgery. There was nothing I could do to fix the problem I had created. I had to start over again. But I started over with a fresh perspective and a new understanding. <clears throat> the best thing that could have ever, ever, have ever happened to me was this. Because more than the result, more than the fact that I can enjoy life now, um, is the transformation that I experienced. Right? I've learned to love downtime. Um, it's always been hard for me to sit still, but I have actually more energy 
and I'm more productive when I do find that time to be still and to recover. And I have learned that every cookie, every cake, soda, piece of candy, every junk food has its place. Um, and I truly believe that it's in the balance of those good and bad things that create strength in our life, the balance of imperfections in our diet. Because I was over on this side of the pendulum thinking that unfit and unhealthy was where I did not want to be and that over here on the other side of the pendulum was where I needed to be. And I treaded this journey for a long period of time and came over here and realized that this was not the place to be. It created problems for me. And that this is where I wanted to be was right here in the middle. That's where I was my strongest. That's where I'm my healthiest. That's where I find balance because I'm not go, go, going all the time. And I don't feel stretched thin. I don't feel like I have to um, finish off my to-do list in order to feel productive during the day. I don't feel like I have to sacrifice family time for me time. And I love who I am. I love who I can become. And I love who I was because it got me here. Um, I learned that if I'm not healthy at my best, that I can't take care of other people. Um, that it really begins with me. And that's why healthy me, healthy we, it all begins with me. So for a healthy we, it starts with me. Uh, and I am worth taking care of. You are worth taking care of. Right? I finally came to that realization. I came to the realization that true and complete health involves more than diet and exercise. And it's only attainable through balance in our health. And health, health um, involves so many more things than we think. And we can achieve balance in our health to upgrade and totally transform our life, our relationships, our personal growth, our success in our career. All of those things are fueled and influenced by the balance in our health. And so that's what I wanted to share with you today. We can make a real impact by helping others, by first helping ourselves to establish balance, to find balance in our health, to find all of those pieces that fit together to create a fulfilling, happy, sustainable lifestyle, not an all or nothing, and not just two pieces of the puzzle. You have to have all the pieces together to make it strong. And I learned too that we're better, that we're better together, right? I did not do this on my own. I had so many people around me all of the time. In fact, when I was going through um, the problem with my heart, I had someone with me 24/7, and without that, I could not have accomplished, or I had not—I could not even function to do what I needed to do, even just as a mother, um, not even as a business owner, um, or myself. I—I I could barely take care of myself as it was. So I am so thankful for the numerous people that have been in my life that have carried me, led me, guided me, and served me, and then followed me. Also all of those people um, to where I am today. And I want you to know that this is possible for you too. So I hope you've enjoyed kind of my origin story. I'm not a superhero, um, but I love feeling like something that I can share can make an impact or difference in your life.
And I hope this finds you well, finds you happy and healthy, and I hope you make it a great day. Thanks for joining me on my podcast today. I really enjoyed having you with me. If you like this podcast, please rate it and go to balancedbodyblueprint.com to receive my free recipe book full of nutritious, balanced recipes for a strong, beautiful, and balanced body. Also, go to my Facebook page and like it so you can get updates whenever there's a new podcast, a new video, or a new article. Make it a great day. Bye.